Oriented is a feature documentary that follows the lives of three gay Palestinian friends confronting their national and sexual identity in Tel Aviv. Through the global hashtag GetOriented advanced screening tour, the documentary Oriented is sparking active engagement at the community level and inspiring discourse that centers on LGBT rights, perceptions of the other in conflict zones, and the role of grassroots social activism. It screened at Stanford in April of 2016. Oriented is a film by Jake Witzenfeld. In the film, we meet Khadr, who is a young man from a prominent uh, Muslim family, who, along with his friends Fadi and Naim, must confront their families with the truth about their sexuality. All three are conflicted by their desire for change in the face of a seemingly hopeless situation. When we come back, I'll be speaking to Khadr Abu Saif himself about the film Oriented, as well as about his thoughts on the plight of marginalized sexualities everywhere. <laughs> Delighted and honored to be speaking to Khader, Khader Abu Saif, who was in the film Oriented. Marhaba, Khader. Marhaba, hello. So let me begin by asking you about how did you come to be involved in the film Oriented? Three, Three and, and a half years, years ago, ago, I met Jake, Jake and he wanted, wanted to do this story, and I thought that it is so 90s, I didn't really want to do it. So I thought that, I, I told him, listen, I have my friends, my good friends, and I think that you should do a movie about the LGBT Palestinian struggle, and it will be more interesting. And Jake was on board, so he just came, made name in Fadi and Nagam, and, and he was excited about it. So we started to do oriented about this group, about our life inside of this country. Were you initially reluctant because you did not want to sort of go public with your private life? Uh, I didn't care. I already was public <laughs> about my private life. But it was new to be in front of the cameras 24-7. That was a new thing for, for us, I think, for everybody. But we didn't really f were afraid of it because we wanted this change to happen. We wanted to talk about, about our new generation. Who are we? What are we doing? That we existed, that we need to be recognized. And that was super important to us. So for us, it was here we are start to understand that we are here and we're going to change our reality. And to see three different characters living their life in three different dilemmas, it's new. And to see the uh, LGBT Arab figure not victimized for the first time and in the cinema, that's amazing because we're fighting. We're not trying to hide from anybody or run away from anybody and nobody is trying to kill us. We're fighting uh, over our right to be LGBTs. And today, all the movies that you see about Arab LGBTs is usually victimized or like tr somebody trying to kill them or they're running from something. And this is the first time that you see in cinema three gay guys that fighting 
about their rights. They want to be there. They want to change. They want to be the first role model to the whole community. How do you identify Khader? Do you say, I am uh, uh, Israeli Arab? How do you identify? It's really important to me to say it. I say it in every interview. I, I never say that I'm Israeli in any way, but it's super important also to understand that I don't hate the country of Israel. The, the fact that I'm saying that I'm Palestinian, that doesn't mean that I want to kill Jews or, or try to murder them or throw them to the sea. I believe in, in, in equality. I believe that we need to live with each other. Actually, like most of my ex-boyfriends are <laughs> Jews and, and it's not something that I'm ashamed about. This is our life. We're stuck together for better and for, for worse. And and to, to not recognize that this is the reality that you're living in, you, you need to get the most of it, will be stupid for me. But that doesn't mean that I need to erase my uh, Palestinian identity. You are you actually live in Tel Aviv now. I get back, I got back to Jaffa like a year and a half ago, but I'm, I'm usually hanging out in Tel Aviv quite a lot. Tel Aviv is my city. I born in Jaffa. Jaffa is five minutes from Tel Aviv, and Tel Aviv is where everything is happening. So um, for me, if I really want to create a change, it should be from Jaffa and Tel Aviv together. A lot of times you, you, I meet a lot of Palestinians during the screenings and they're like really mad about about the way of, of my life. They're like, how dare you to call yourself Palestinian? You're actually Israeli. Na, 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 na. And I believe that every Palestinian have a different struggle. I could never compare myself to somebody from Gaza or somebody from the West Bank because I'm living a totally different life. But they also don't understand my struggle. They also don't, cannot relate to my struggle. They cannot understand the way of life. And, and, and actually, I, I, I never get mad. I quite understand. But this is a different str- struggle. I could never say that I, I experienced, you know, airplanes bombing my city. I never experienced airplanes bombing my city without having an alar- alarm or somewhere that I can hide. So I, I could never compare myself, And but that doesn't mean that I'm less Palestinian than any other, uh, somebody else. Your travel back and forth, is that made easier by the fact that you have, a, you know, an Israeli passport? Well, I can travel a lot. One of the biggest things that's bothering me that is that I cannot travel to Arab countries. I can travel to Jordan or, or to uh, Egypt, but that's it. And it's super tough to get a visa for Egypt. But, but like I can never be in Qatar or, or Kuwait or Beirut. That's one of the cities that I really want to experience. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that it could happen in my lifetime because, of course, I have an Israeli passport and ID. So I travel a lot and I see a lot of people abroad um, but it's still you have the borders I, I actually think and, and being super honest right now that Tel Aviv and Beirut are not so far tradit- like uh, by culturally one from each other so it would be fascinating to, to, to experience Tel Aviv in Arabic Khader, uh, you mentioned that some Arabs sort of try to make you feel less Palestinian because of who you are and who are it's not just the Arabs it's it's also you know it, it's both ways also a lot of Israelis that don't get it they, why you call yourself a Palestinian it's like both sides to be the um, what we call like the Arab of 48 the, uh, the Arab from the inside from one side we, we have racism from the Israeli slash Jewish side and from the other side not all of the Arab are really willing to hear our story or willing to understand that we need we don't need to forget that we have a lot of 
Palestinians that understand and love us and support us even outside the 48 borders and uh, and we have a lot of I of course again I, I have a lot of uh, Jewish friends that I love and I treasure and I li- I love to spend time with them and they understand it completely they understand the conflict Khader, let's concentrate for a second on the Arabs who try to yeah. make you feel less Palestinian this word about Haram get like sort of uh, marginalized from both sides in terms of being Arab and gay do you yeah. feel that that further distances you from any kind of Arabness or access to Palestinian identity whatever that is God no in the day that I will wait to somebody that approve who I am that will be my last day on earth I am super com- I'm super comfortable with who I am I know that I'm gay and I know that I'm Palestinian and I know that I'm, I'm an Arab it's not something that I could ignore and or be ashamed of I'm super proud because this is the whole me. This is this is all about what what is Khader, and and I could never say that somebody could come to me and say you are Palestinian or not, or you are Arab or not, or you are Israeli or not. If you, you know what, sometimes I feel that I, I I am also a bit Israeli, but this is because this is the place that I grew up in. But in the most thing, in the 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 feeling of who you are and what does it mean to be Palestinian, I'm not waiting to the approval of nobody. It's something that you feel from the inside, and this is what I feel, and no. Nobody can change it, no matter how many Palestinians will come to me and will be like, well, you're not real Palestinians. Well, I am. But in terms of, you know, the homophobia that you must have faced as from Palestinian society, from Arab society, have you had to deal with some sort of homophobic responses coming? Of course. Of course we experience that. This is why I'm always saying that the main struggle of us in front of our community is about being gay actually in front of the Arab Palestinian community the struggle of us is about being gay but from the other side and the struggle in like in the other side in the Israeli side it's about our nationality the struggle of being Palestinian in the state of Israel so we are one of a few minorities that having the struggle to have two fights not just one we have the struggle about our sexuality and the fight about our nationality. So are you able to go back and force a city to Jaffa or other cities and where there is a, a, a large population of Palestinians and be able to identify as gay? Of course. I'm living in Jaffa and, and I think that everybody in town know that I'm, I'm gay. I don't think that it's something that it's secret. And uh, I think that we, we are still want to think about our communities as close. Of course that in villages it's super it's super traditional and you it will be way harder to somebody from a village to get out from the closet. But in the big cities today, to get out from the closet, it's a process that it's really easier. So um, I cannot say that it's something that I am having trouble with. I'm having trouble with the bigger issues, like with uh, the fact that a lot of sheikhs, Muslim sheikhs, trying to hide the fact that there is LGBT Muslim. They say that we don't exist. Well, hello, we are here and we exist. You come from a Muslim family, Khader. I am. But I'm I'm not really practice any religious. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a religion person. Khader, I have two more questions. The first one I'm gonna bring up is a term called pinkwashing that we're hearing a lot about. Are you familiar with that term? Of course I am. What are your thoughts about that? Well, you know, the, um, just now I think today I wrote I, I was reading this article about the fact that the Ministry of uh, something in Israel brought uh, 11 million dollars to to bring um, 
LGBT tourists to the pre- to the Pride Week, to the Pride Month. Uh, but to be honest about it, I saw a lot of resistance from the Israeli side also saying why they're not taking this money and put it inside of our community instead of being this tourist, bringing this tourist. You need to, to understand that this is an a strategy. This is this is how they work. This is this is what does it mean. Pinkwashing is all about that. You cannot be a Palestinian that asking for Salem in Israel of being a, or being a refugee but well if you are a tourist from Sweden and, and we want you to come because we want your money so we will spend 11 million dollars bringing you like with advertisement and I don't know what when actually right now and, and, and I'm super honest the LGBT community inside of Israel Jewish Israel like Jewish LGBTs need this money more than this tourist and I'm talking about them and not us I'm not being Selfish, and it's super like high to say I'm not being selfish. But there was a lot of resistance even inside of this country, and of course you have uh, all the LGBT Palestinian organizations that also are, like trying hard to to fight this phenomenon, this thing that's happening. I'm right now focusing about showing the Palestinian LGBTs in other light in 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 front of the world because right now most of the world thinks that we are terrorists. And this is the first time that we're coming and say, hey, we're unlighting this new subject and you should understand that we're not all, not all of us are the same unit, are the same person. And we're all not fanatic Muslims and we're not thinking the same. We're different persons and we have individuals inside of our society. I watched the film at the San Francisco Film Festival and I moderated it for the Oh my God, and where, where was I? Why I wasn't in San Francisco? It was part of the Arab Film Festival here and we premiered it as a double feature with another movie that's called Breaking Fast. Every person who raised their hand after the film was crying or feeling so joyous. Oh my God. Finally, Khader Abu Saif and Naim, I should say, and uh, Fadi have managed to humanize the uh, LGBT uh, image of an Arab. Oh my God, shukran. Thank you for saying that. That is super important. Uh, Khader, my last uh, question to you is not so much a question but a request we have a screening of oriented tomorrow where many oh, students wow. from stanford of all ethnicities will be attending this film do you have a message for them in general about the film yes for sure this is the time to change this is the time to rise up and if you are arab or muslim or any minority rise up and speak up and don't be afraid it's fine to be who you are and it's fine to be lgbt and try to be freak of nature or whatever they call you because this is why we are here we are here to change our society and we are here to call out everything that is wrong inside our society we are not the wrong we are the right and let's change it together